Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome back to The Coaching Show with your host, Master Certified Coach Christopher McCullough. Thank you, Dick Warren, and I want to acknowledge that we have an in-studio guest co-host today. That's Clarice Connolly. She's a coach in her own right in her, I think, third year of coaching or second year of coaching. People can find you on the Facebook by going to Clarice Co. That's C-L-A-R-I-C-E-C-O and then another C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G, right? Coaching, Clarice Co. Coaching. And tell us again with whom you enjoy working. I love working and empowering women to really uh, find that love within themselves and to help them, you know, live a life filled with the dreams that they've always imagined coming true. Well, you are in the perfect place because our next guest is a, a returning champion, as I like to say, a returning guest. We haven't spoken to her in years, though, and I'm delighted to welcome her back. Sandra Pelletier has... A, I might have been mispronounced that, we'll find out, is a dual role as the CEO of both EvoFem Biosciences, which is a biotech company focused on developing and commercializing innovative contraception for women, and Woman Care Global, that's an international nonprofit focused on using private sector business practice to create sustainable supply chains that deliver products for women everywhere around the world. An incredible woman, to be sure. She's, uh, her, some of her backstory is that she was born in a town of 8,000 residents in a remote corner of Maine, a town called Caribou. And uh, from those meager beginnings is now uh, responsible for millions and millions of dollars in assets. She's an incredible woman with a huge uh, heart and a great mission. We're delighted to welcome her back to our microphones. Hello, Sandra. Hi, how are you? Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being had, as we like to say. You've got a huge bio. I could still go on about everything, including the Harvard School of Public Health and Virginia Darden, Virginia's Darden School of Business. But let's talk about um, what you're most passionate about. And I've got to, it feels like I would be stepping over something if I didn't mention, we're six days from an election. What would you have us consider as we go into the voting booth? Wow, that <laughs> that's a big question. Well, I, I guess I would say that so my entire career, I think as your co-host, interestingly, has been really focused on empowering women and really just about equality. It's not about women being more and certainly not less, but just about being equal. And so I, I do think there's a lot of conversation about personality and style of, you know, one of our candidates running for president who, you know, is the only woman running and I, I guess I, I would say it's really important to look beyond that and to really squarely look at skill set and experience and expertise and to say, you know, who do we really feel fundamentally, right, when the chips are down and when you have to call upon what you know, who's going to be able to better serve us? You know, who's going to represent all people for who they are and meet them at the place where they are in their life, you know, regardless of their color, regardless of their sex, regardless of their religious belief system and ethnicity. And I think that's a big question, by the way, but I think it's the question to answer when we're at the polls. I think that's perfect, and it sort of matches what we've been talking about. In our first segments today, we were talking a lot about personal accountability and how that's key to organizational health and growth, as well as personal um, 
accountability, really, and how important that is. Uh, Sheryl Sandberg, I think, sort of famously today talked about in uh, an interview with Inc. Uh, magazine that the one of the most important things for anyone that she's looking to hire is how they take feedback. And I love what you're pointing to, and I think that how you take feedback is also pretty much on display for our presidential candidates. I agree. As, as we look at the this time in history for women, as someone who's committed to empowering women in the workplace and most importantly, you know, perhaps in their in their own lives and in their own personal being, what um what are the issues that you think are most important for us to focus on? Where should we be putting our time, our attention and our, our dollars and our focus? Well, I, I guess I would answer it two ways. The first is I think your comment about feedback is really critical. So in the workplace, I think one of the things that everybody does as a process is performance evaluations. And, you know, bosses have one-on-ones with their direct reports. But I really think that it needs to go beyond that. There needs to be a level of transparency at the top of organizations, meaning really talking about what are all the issues, not just what people deserve to hear based on their pay grade and level, Literally everyone from the front desk person in every level of the organization to understand what are the goals, what are the financials, what are the challenges, and how are we going to get there, but be real. You know, what are the obstacles as well? People need to be emotionally engaged in what they do, and I don't think it's unrealistic to want people to be emotionally engaged. It's got to be more than a paycheck to get the kind of results we need in society today. And so so I, I guess to the point of not to preach to the choir, since you understand from your whole coaching network, but I really do believe that leaders, instead of just listening to people, you have to coach and guide them and really extract what's really good in them so they can be emotionally committed to their job because they'll stay longer. And it makes a really big difference regardless of your industry, whether you're you know, working in the janitorial field or you're working in, in biotech. Beautiful. Um, you've got an interesting perspective because you're both – the head of an international nonprofit and a CEO of a for-profit, you know, must must focus on the quarterly profit, uh, I'm assuming, a multinational company. From that perspective, with when you look around in, in organizations, what are you seeing is the main barrier or obstacle for women in their ascension through the corporate ranks? Is that a fair question? It is a fair question. Well, I want to say this, that I go to a lot of talks and seminars and hear a lot of people say, well, women need to better self-promote. Women need to Mm. not be martyrs. Women, Women need to step up and ask for what they want. Well, the reality is, is that in our society, women have been born and raised with the idea that it's okay to put yourself second. Your kids should come first. Your spouse should come first. And raise with the idea that you have to give something up. And to have a great family and a successful career, that's not possible. You have to give up one for the other. And so I guess the biggest challenge, I think, for women is to really try to be in environments where women and men recognize that our society is what it is. And yes, of course, women should represent what they want. But I also think that men in work environments need to own the fact that our society has been developed this way And I think they need to make a little bit of extra effort. I I think men are used to asking for what they want. And knowing that women aren't and that women, you know, 
do tend to want to be the facilitators and the mediators, I think that it's important to ask men to offer and to reach out and to recognize. Because there is a lot of data, very hard data, that shows that women in leadership positions do deliver higher shareholder return. Mm -hmm. And my final thing, not to be so verbose, I'm sorry about that, but in a world like mine, for example, when you have a public and a private partnership, you know, you're trying to deliver for shareholders, but you're trying to deliver for women all over the world, it's been a really interesting perspective to see that if you give women a break, let them go to their child's event, let them come in late one day because they're going to a poetry recital, whatever it is to make their life work, they'll work harder and longer for you and be more committed. How do you how do you feel like women in the workplace could find that um, like inspiration or essentially the empowerment to really do those kind of things, to ask for what they want and to feel empowered to stand for themselves and put themselves first? How do you reach them? Well, I guess I would say this, and for your listeners, you certainly didn't, you know, pay me or prompt me to say this, but I want I really think it's important to figure out the right coaching. I really do. I think women and men. I think coaching is game-changing for people. And I think your point is right. It's really hard to all of a sudden decide today, oh, I want to be empowered. Okay, so I'm going to read a book and I'm going to end up that way. It's not practical. So I really do think you have to look for seminars. You have to look for programs like this. I'm not saying about a ton of money, but even not only seminars, a little bit of personal coaching because an objective perspective from a coach can change the way you're presenting yourself, either the way you're physically presenting yourself, how you're verbally presenting yourself. But there is a mentality of fake it till you make it also, right. but you need tips and techniques on how to do that. So I do think if, if, if you're a woman and you really wish you had more personal or professional power, it's important to find someone to help you because it's very difficult to just magically manifest that on your own. Yeah, exactly. Beautiful. We should point out that you have entered the fray, so to speak, in terms of supporting uh, women or having them become more self-supporting uh, with a, a, what do we call it, a self-help slash advice book? <laughs> yes, yes, that's a good way to put it, actually. Yes, saddle up your own white horse. Yes, that's true. And that's available wherever fine books are sold? What, what, what would we learn It is, from it is, and it's available on Amazon.com. Um, I wrote it a long time ago, but I will say I did really write it to be pragmatic, you know, not ethereal, very pragmatic, hard-hitting tips that I think women can use regardless of where they are in their life. Okay, the book is Saddle Up Your Own White Horse, the author Sandra Pellet. Am I massacring your name? Is it Pelletier in the French or Pelletier? No, and in fact, you're probably one of the very few people ever who did it perfectly. It is Pelletier, French. So, yeah, thank you. I feel so fancy. (laughs) All right. Uh, How can people find out more about you and the fine work that you're doing, especially I'm thinking through the uh, about Woman Care Global? Thank you for asking. It's it's www.womancareglobal.org, and it's W-O-M-A-N, so womancareglobal.org. Yeah, thank you for offering that. It really is great work, and we feel really excited and privileged, actually, to help these women with access to safe health care. And people can donate, people can support you, people can let get the word out. There's lots of ways to uh, at womancareglobal.org to find out more about the work that you're doing. When we come back, we're about to take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk more with Sandra Pelletier. That's right. I said it right. <laughs> uh, and meanwhile, go check out womancareglobal.org and also... Order yourself, saddle up your own white horse from Amazon or wherever fine books are sold. We'll be back with more with Sandra Pelletier right here on The Coaching Show on WSRadio.com, the worldwide leader in internet talk. Stay with us. 
Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner, the book Martha Beck calls required reading for anyone hoping to interact successfully with any other human, not just for those in romantic relationships. Get your copy wherever books and ebooks are sold, and visit HarrietLerner.com to learn how to change your marriage today. This is Bill Gruber with BizVid Communications, a Southern California video production leader. We've been honored to sponsor, produce, write, and host many of the fine programs on WS Radio over the years. So we understand how important the internet and your website exposure are. As video producers, we know the tricks and secrets to incorporate video to increase your search engine optimization and business success. Visit BizVidCommunications.com to see what we can do for you. B-I-Z-V-I-D Communications.com Looking to be a successful entrepreneur? The virtual assistant industry continues to be a top choice for those looking to start their own business. The problem can be how to become a virtual assistant. Many turn to the Bible of the VA industry, the book, Virtual Assistant, the series. And it's the perfect guide for office managers, executive assistants, and other administrative professionals looking to make the transition from employee to successful business owner. Go to vatheseries.com to get your copy today. You were born to do one amazing thing, but most people spend a lifetime trying to identify what it is. If you're in a job you don't like or are unemployed, if you're in a state of transition or just can't shake that nagging feeling that you were meant and made to do something extraordinary, then the Reinvention Workshop is exactly what you need. Led by award-winning self-help author Steve Olsher, the Reinvention Workshop will forever change your life. The Reinvention Workshop takes you step-by-step through Steve's proven formula that has helped so many people get on the right path and clear about what they were born to do. Take the first step to realizing the life you deserve and desire by visiting thereinventionworkshop.com today. No more delays. No more denial. Reconnect with your true self. Learn to live with purpose and conviction and become who you were born to be. The world is waiting for you. What are you waiting for? Log on to thereinventionworkshop.com today. That's thereinventionworkshop.com. Cybersecurity is the fastest growing job sector. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup encourages kids to consider computer security as an interesting course of study and a valuable career path. Securing our eCity helps lead this youth competition to create interest and awareness among students and their schools. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup. Learn more at securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. 